Good morning and welcome to Current Radio. It's Monday, January 15th. Today we're discussing how McVeigh says the Rams helped me find my way again and recapping the Packers' 48-32 victory over the Cowboys. Plus, we're looking at Love's near-perfect performance that left the Pack in awe and Jared Goff's leadership in the Lions' revenge win over the Rams. This coverage and more, up next. Welcome to Current Radio's Sports Station. Please enjoy today's selection of sports news. In a surprising turn of events, the Los Angeles Rams season ended with a 24-23 playoff loss to the Detroit Lions in the wildcard round. This comes after a year of uncertainty for Rams coach Sean McVay, who had previously expressed doubts about his future with the team. Helena, could you give us more insight into this? Absolutely, Stephen. McVay had a challenging season with the Rams, starting with a 3-6 record and injuries to key players like Matthew Stafford and Kyron Williams. However, the team managed to turn things around, winning seven of their last eight games and clinching the number six seed in the NFC. Despite the playoff loss, McVay expressed his pride in the team and the growth they've shown. It's interesting to hear McVay's perspective, especially considering the team's rocky start. What about the players? How have they reacted to the season's end? Rams rookie nose tackle Kobe Turner relayed McVeigh's message to the team that there's a lot of room to grow and build off of this season. Matthew Stafford also expressed his pride in the team for defying preseason expectations. The Rams' over-under for wins heading into the season was 6.5, and they surpassed that with a 10-7 regular season record. That's quite an achievement, and I understand there was a record-setting performance from a rookie player? Yes, wide receiver Puka Nakua ended his rookie season with a bang. He set the NFL rookie record for most receiving yards in a playoff game with nine catches for 181 yards and a touchdown. Unfortunately, on the injury front, tight end Tyler Higby is believed to have torn his ACL and will undergo an MRI to confirm this. That's a significant loss for the Rams. Looking ahead, what can we expect from the Rams next season? McVay believes there's a lot the Rams can build on going forward. He emphasized the importance of earning success and mentioned that they have key players they're excited about developing. So despite the playoff loss, the Rams seem to be looking at the bigger picture and focusing on growth. It'll be interesting to see how the Rams bounce back next season. Thanks for the insights, Helena. Now, in a stunning turn of events, the Green Bay Packers have handed the Dallas Cowboys their first home loss since the 2022 opener in a 48-32 wildcard game. The Packers' Aaron Jones ran for three touchdowns, and Jordan Love threw for three more in his postseason debut. Helena, this was quite a game, wasn't it? Absolutely, Stephen. This was a game that will be remembered for a long time. Jones, who grew up idolizing Emmett Smith and the Cowboys, has now amassed 488 yards in four career games against the Cowboys. He shared a moment with Smith before the game and spoke about how Dallas is a special place for him. It's quite a story. Indeed, it is. The Packers will now visit top-seeded San Francisco in the divisional round next weekend. But let's talk about the Cowboys. This loss will certainly raise questions about the future of Dallas coach Mike McCarthy, won't it? Yes, it will. The Cowboys haven't reached an NFC Championship game since their last Super Bowl title 28 years ago. This loss marks the second time in three postseasons under McCarthy that the Cowboys have lost their playoff opener at home. 
It's a tough pill to swallow for a team that had won 16 consecutive home games. The Packers seem to have a knack for winning at AT&T Stadium. They've never lost in six trips there, including the Super Bowl over Pittsburgh during the 2010 season. What do you think was the key to their success this time? Well, Stephen, I think it was a combination of factors. Jordan Love's performance was certainly a highlight. He finished 16 of 21 for 272 yards, and the Packers scored touchdowns on six of their first seven offensive possessions. Romeo Dew also had a career-high 151 yards receiving, which was impressive considering he was hospitalized with a chest injury just a week ago. It was indeed a team effort. The Packers matched their Super Bowl-winning team from 2010 for the most points in a playoff game. That's quite an achievement. Helena, what do you think this means for the Packers moving forward? Steven, this win will certainly boost their confidence as they head into the divisional round against San Francisco. If they can maintain this level of performance, they could be a serious contender for the Super Bowl. But as we all know, anything can happen in the playoffs. That's very true, Helena. This game was a reminder of just how unpredictable the playoffs can be. Thanks for your insights. Now, let's talk about the Green Bay Packers quarterback, Jordan Love, who has been making waves this postseason, particularly after the NFC wildcard playoff game against the Dallas Cowboys. Love's performance left his coach and teammates in awe, and it seems like he might lead the Packers to a Super Bowl sooner than expected. Helena, our sports analyst, is here to discuss this. Helena, what's your take on Love's performance? Steven, Love's performance was indeed impressive. He threw for 272 yards and three touchdowns without an interception. His passer rating was 158.3 after his third touchdown pass, which is the maximum rating. Even after two incompletions, it only dropped to 157.2. With a total QBR of 99.3, he became the first player to post a 99 QBR in a playoff game since ESPN began the metric in 2006. This is a significant achievement. That's quite a feat, but it wasn't all love on Sunday, was it? No, it wasn't. The defense helped with interceptions by Harry Alexander and Darnell Savage, who returned his 64 yards for a touchdown. Aaron Jones had another massive game with 118 rushing yards and three scores. Romeo Dew caught six passes for 151 yards and a touchdown. Dontavian Wicks and Luke Musgrave also caught touchdown passes, and the offensive line kept Love relatively clean with no sacks and just three quarterback hits allowed. It's clear that Love's performance has impressed his teammates. What does this mean for the Packers moving forward? Well, John Runyon, who came into the NFL in the same draft class as Love, called Sunday's playoff performance just a continuation of the last eight games of the regular season. Love threw 18 touchdowns and just one interception during those games. Runyon believes that Love is comfortable and that this is his offense and his team. The Packers are ready to ride with him and see where he can take the team. Love's next task is the top-seeded 49ers. The Packers opened as nine-point underdogs in the divisional round. Do you think Love can keep up his performance? It's certainly possible, Stephen. Love has shown tremendous growth and confidence. He's clearly enjoying his time on the field, as he mentioned after the game against the Cowboys. If he can maintain this level of performance, the Packers could have a real shot at the Super Bowl. It will be interesting to see how Love and the Packers perform in the upcoming games. Thanks for your insights, Helena. Now, let's shift our focus to the Detroit Lions, who have secured their first home playoff win since 1991. 
defeating the Los Angeles Rams 24-23 at Ford Field. This victory was led by quarterback Jared Goff and came at the expense of former Lions QB Matthew Stafford, who now plays for the Rams. Helena, what are your thoughts on this unexpected victory? Well, Stephen, it was a thrilling game, to say the least. The Lions entered the playoffs as the number three seed, and this win means they'll play the winner of the Philadelphia Eagles and Tampa Bay Buccaneers matchup in the divisional round next weekend. The atmosphere at Ford Field was electric, with a sold-out crowd and a host of ex-players and celebrities cheering the Lions on. Let's talk about the Lions' performance. Defensive end Aiden Hutchinson continued his impressive form, didn't he? Absolutely, Stephen. Hutchinson ended the regular season with five sacks in the final two games and kept up the pressure on Stafford, recording two sacks and four QB hits. However, the Lions' secondary was picked apart by Stafford in the first half, giving up two touchdowns to the Rams. And how did Jared Goff perform in this crucial game? Goff had a strong performance, Stephen. He completed all of his first nine passes and wasn't pressured or forced out of the pocket, averaging 5.3 air yards per attempt. He ended the night with 277 passing yards, going 22 for 27 with a touchdown. On the other side, Matthew Stafford's return to Detroit didn't go as planned, did it? Indeed, Stephen. Despite completing 25 of 36 passes for 367 yards and two touchdowns, Stafford and the Rams never led the game. However, rookie Puka Nakua had a standout performance for the Rams, setting a record for most receiving yards by a rookie in NFL playoff history. It's clear the Rams struggled in the red zone. What can you tell us about that? The Rams were held without a touchdown in three red zone trips against the Lions, marking the first time this season they've gone 0-4 in the red zone. Additionally, Goff was a perfect 22 of 22 for 277 yards and a touchdown when he was not pressured the most such attempts without an incompletion in a playoff start since ESPN began tracking pressures in 2009. A historic win for the Lions and a disappointing return for Stafford. Thanks for your insights, Helena. All right, that wraps up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Current Radio. We'll see you back here tomorrow.